Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Gavin Newsom is unequivocally running for president, says a couple of people familiar with the governor's thinking. As a report that came out yesterday from The Wrap, whatever that is. He's undeniably, unequivocally planning to run for president in 2024 if President Biden chooses not to seek a second term, two individuals with knowledge of Newsom's plan told The Wrap. After this midterm election is over, Gavin Newsom is absolutely going to announce that he is running for the presidency once Biden announces that he is not running. No ifs, ands, or buts. He will run if Biden does not. Unsurprising. Well, I'd say Gavin Newsom has gone farther than any politician I remember in saying he's not running, though. He hasn't done any of the, at this time, I have no plans, or I'm not thinking about that right now. All I'm doing right now is working hard for the people of the state of whatever state I'm in. Um, He hasn't done any of that. He said, I have sub-zero interest in running for president. What language do I need to say this in? I've said it in every way I can possibly say it. I don't. So why is he, if he, if he is running and he, he certainly acts like he is. It's weird to run ads in Florida as the governor of California. <laughs> and set billboards in multiple states saying, come to California to get an abortion. <laughs> right. It's weird to do that if you're not running. But why would you go? What's the point of trying so hard to seem like you're not running? Got it for you. I had a two-step process in figuring out what's going on. The first one was the halfway point that we've discussed. Barack Obama brilliantly 
After he said up and down, I know I'm not running. I don't want to run. I have no plans to run. Uh, then when he decided to run, they said, you said you weren't. He said, yeah, I changed my mind, <laughs> which is a perfectly reasonable right. explanation. And, and you know, it was kind of his regular guy thing. Right. End of um, the story, by the way. Right. It did. So I thought I understood that's what he's doing. No, there's more to it than that. He wants the imagery, the vibe of having been drafted by the American people. They demanded he run. He had no interest in running. He said it over and over again. But the people have spoken. Here I am, an honorable man. I did not seek this office, but the American people have demanded that I lead them. I mean, that's his thing. He wants to be uh, cast himself as some sort of messiah. So he's like George Washington after the Revolution, who's retired to his family farm. Right. To finally live In Napa the dream. Valley, where they enjoy early dinners. But the nation needed him. We so had an early dinner. Right. So all right, comes, exactly. Uh, and that might be it. So what is starting all this conversation? Well, the fact that the, the president is 150 years old and... So that topic came up on 60 Minutes the other night. We didn't play this in full yesterday. When you when you hear it in full, it's kind of interesting. Well, well, we'll just play the whole thing and discuss. This is from 60 Minutes the other night. Mr. President, you are the oldest president ever. Pretty good shape, huh? Which leads to my next question. You are more aware of this than anyone. Some people ask whether you are fit for the job. And when you hear that... I wonder what you think. Watch me. And I mean, honest to God, that's all I think. Watch me. If you think I don't have the energy level or the mental acuity, then, then you know, that's one thing. That's another thing of just watch and, and, you know, keep my schedule. Do what I'm doing. I, I think that, uh, you know, uh, I don't want to sit down with our NATO allies and keep them together. I don't have them saying, wait a minute, well, how, how old are you? What are you? What did say? You know, I mean, it's a matter of, you know, that old expression, the proof of the puddings and the eating. I mean, I, I respect the fact that people would say, you know, you're old. And, but I think it relates to how much energy you have and whether or not the job you're doing is one consistent with what any person of any age would be able to do. If you're going to give a letter grade... A being sharp gentleman, ready to rock and roll. F being a doddering old fool. What would you give that? Hey, D, 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 D. You know, I have a little compassion for him because uh, none of us want to be as old as we are once you get past a certain age and would like to think that we're doing pretty well for our age. But that whole, oh, oh, doing pretty good for my age, aren't I? No, no, my parents are roughly your age, and I think they're doing better, actually. And uh, watch me. We have been, and you you shuffle around, and you shake hands with the air, and and you and you get countries mixed up, and we have been watching you, and that's why everybody's talking about it. You see, if you were like, I don't know who would be a good example that everybody would know, but like Henry Kissinger is a hundred years old and sounds sharper mentally. If we were watching you, and you were physically and mentally, uh doing great this wouldn't even be a conversation nobody's mm-hmm. hung up on the number that's not why we're we're talking about it it's the right. fact that you display dementia you can barely walk you've fallen downstairs in front of us we are watching you i don't think it's coming off the way he thinks it is 
Well, now I stumbled going up the stairs the other day. So a guy stumbled once, and what? That's, that's unfair. That's ageism. I I resent it. Uh, yeah, I would give him a C at best for that. It was uh, it was rambling and. Uh, it, it was so indirect. It was a man searching for his thoughts. A man unprepared for the question, which is uh, surprising. Watch me. Plus the creepy, the call is coming from in the house, <laughs> whisper that he resorts to. Right. Um, yeah, Watch so me. I, I, don't, I don't think it's working the way he thinks it does. Pretty pretty good for my age, huh? Or whatever he said there at the beginning. No. No, it's not actually. You seem to be pretty much in line for somebody who's about 80 years old. In four months, he will be halfway through his term. And so the question is, after the election, is how much is his age going to be on the table for other Democrats or for whoever his Republican opponent is? Obviously, it would hurt if it was Trump, because Trump is also quite old, but... If it's if it's a DeSantis, for instance, how much is age on the table? I think it is completely 100% legit to say you're voting for Kamala Harris. Isn't that isn't that a completely fair? What yes? What's the likelihood if Joe Biden runs and gets elected again and starts his next term in January of 2025 at the age of what 82 or whatever he'll be? Um, you're voting for Kamala Harris. Yeah. Well, that's absolutely correct. As you know, I maintain my belief that he will not run. Uh, if he does, you know, certainly DeSantis or whoever's uh, surrogates would do most of the attacking on that score. You keep the head guy above that fray, generally speaking. Uh, but I'm fairly confident that the most likely explanation is the correct one. Joe Biden, at his age, and, and this is, um, I'm quoting Joe Biden's own thoughts here. I'm paraphrasing what I think he thinks. He ran for president to end the reign of Trump, thinking it was important. He was drafted to do it. And, you know, he always dreamed of being president. He ran multiple times, so he went ahead. But he knew he would not run again. He knew he was a one-term president when he started. But he was informed by, uh, you know, as if he needed it. He's been a senator forever. But uh, it was clear to him and his advisors that he couldn't admit that or he would be an instant lame duck. So my belief is he knew all along he'd be one-term president, but he couldn't breathe a word of that until after the midterms at the earliest. Um, one other point on that interview, just because I'm, I'm stealing this from a podcast I listened to yesterday, and I thought it was a decent point. Shh, don't admit that. People who steal from us don't admit it. 60 minutes bringing up Joe Biden, no stranger to tragedy. He has a much heartache in his life when in 1971 or whenever it was, is Wife and child killed in a car wreck, and that's, you know, a horrible story, but it was pointed out by the podcast I was listening to, how often do you get to dine out on that story, whether it's the journalists pumping up the president or the president himself, because there have been a number of politicians that had a number of tragedies early in their lives, particularly the Republicans, that it doesn't get used as an excuse for anything ever, ever. Yeah. How often did they bring up George H.W. Bush had a daughter die of leukemia or, or, or when she was two? Ever to try to make right. him seem softer and more compassionate as a figure? Never. And here they are for the gazillionth time on 60 Minutes bringing that up to try to make you feel sorry for Joe Biden for some reason. And I'm sure the ache never leaves your heart. Oh, I don't mean course. to diminish it, but that was 50 years ago. And every time you do a story on him, every single time? He's known tragedy in his life. Yeah, you're right. You're right. 
Yeah, in answer to the George H.W. question, never. You never heard in that. In the same way that he always brings up his son dying again. my One of my sons dies, I'll never stop thinking about it, I'm sure. But uh, is that get to be a part of every single policy speech ever? Yeah, yeah, I know. I, know, I know. Probably sounds horribly cold-hearted, but... Fairly cold-hearted, yes. Reasonably right. cold-hearted. Yeah. Well, you're going to seem uh, cold-hearted indeed if you give somebody syphilis, which is shockingly prevalent all of a sudden in the United States, skyrocketing rates of STDs. Really? Everything from uh, gonorrhea to syphilis to HIV. You know... I Too don't. much fornicating, folks. I don't. <laughs> well, I would have to say that uh, that is a true or not true on a folk by folk level uh, <laughs> basis. But um, right, right. A lot of people are yelling. Not nearly enough fornicating, <laughs> you idiot. And if you've uh, if you're keeping your fornicating, which is not a sexy term, if you're keeping it within a a very tight community, I suggest two the two of you. Um, you can stay away from all of these problems. They don't really have any effect on you whatsoever. But I do want to hear more of those stats uh, along with everything. Oh my God! I just looked up at the CBS this morning. Queen Elizabeth, nineteen twenty six to twenty twenty two. You're doing Queen Elizabeth again. Hello. I thought yesterday was the end. She's now subground. Hey, I can hear the conversations going on in the staff room. Boy, our uh, ratings are absolutely terrific for the uh, unending funeral and the week of mourning. Let's see if we can get another day out of it. All right. Um, um, we've got plenty more to talk about. Uh, 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 more about f- food robots, restaurant road robots, uh, delivery robots, and stuff like that. She's going to change the world and rip your arms off and beat you on the head with a bloody stump. It's all going to happen. Uh, stay here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Can you say spaghetti? Spaghetti. 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 Spa. Spa. Get. Tea. Tea. Spaghetti. Get. Tea. Spaghetti. Yeah! You said it. Oh my God, that's cute. God, little kids are cute. That's some good language teaching, too, by mom and dad. Well done. I was at a uh, furniture store the other day, and somebody's kids, they were like three and one and a half were sitting on the couch watching a video where mom and dad were shopping. It was the cutest thing I ever saw. I thought maybe they were props to try to help sell the couch. I mean, they were so cute. (laughs) This is what your living room would look like if you had this couch. Wow, is that the next step in robot technology? Speaking of spaghetti and food... Uh, remember last week we had the topic of L.A. schools and the video going around about no food is bad and donuts aren't worse than celery because you shouldn't. And, and then somehow the food tie- hierarchies are like racism. Yeah. Choosing one food over another is like choosing one race over another. Anyway, I got a uh, a long text from a therapist friend I know who said that is the uh, kind of the prevailing thing now in the world of therapy because. Somehow, and I don't know if I buy all this, you know, my my experience or belief in therapy is up and down. Um, 
but the, some of the belief is that a, a lot of kids who have these, primarily girls, who have these food issues, bulimia, anorexia, whatever it is, some of it comes from the whole deeming some foods good or bad, and if you eat the bad food, then you feel so bad about yourself that you, it, 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 it spirals the whole thing. And I, I don't. I, I, the problem I have with all this stuff. I feel like so many of our modern ideas, to avoid the very small percent of people that are going to be a problem, or have a problem, we 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 do bad for everybody else. So telling the world that the donut is not any worse than a carrot is going to be horrible for everybody. Right. I'm reminded, we got a brilliant email a while back in which they pointed out that so many of the you know 21st century woke ideas are preventing you from becoming an adult, preventing you from dealing with the things you need to deal with. Eat a healthy amount of healthy foods, and you know what? To be a little naughty at times, it'll be fine. It'll be great. Is a place where 98% of us arrive. Maybe we're a little heavy, maybe not, um, but we understand how it works, and nobody freaks out over it. Small percentage of people have terrible problems dealing with food, and I, I feel for them, but the idea that you and I shouldn't be able to say, you know, I should probably not eat a triple cheeseburger every day. I should probably eat something a little better for me. That somehow that's going to drive people to, to bulimia and death. That's just, it's it's awful. It's well, ridiculous. Well, the example I was thinking in my head of this catering to the very small percentage at a damage to everybody else uh, is, um, and there are a bunch of different examples, like this one where, you know, a, 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 an underage girl can get an abortion without her parents' permission. Is horrifying if you've got any kind of normal family, which is most yes. people. Yes. And the the argument always is, well, if you've got an abusive, you know, dad or whatever, this girl needs the opportunity. Yeah, that 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 would be true. But so now you're you're catering to that tiny specific awful situation by doing this for everybody. Right. And yeah, I, I don't think that's working on a whole bunch of different fronts. Right. Often that's an excuse for just instituting a policy that is of your preference. But yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Citing the very rare, awful case. When I had uh, a baby, speaking of cute little kids, having every single dad leave the room so the mom who's holding her two-hour-old baby in her arms can be questioned at length about whether or not dad is abusing her? Does that need to happen for everybody? Yeah. Yeah, wow, that is sad. Just lots of examples like that. Speaking of babies, which come to be through, well, a mommy and daddy really love each other, and they do something called sexual intercourse. (laughs) Sharply rising cases of sexually transmitted diseases, including a 26% rise in new syphilis infections reported last year. Prompting U.S. health officials to call for new prevention and treatment efforts. This goes right into this discussion. This is absolutely appropriate. Uh, gonorrhea, syphilis, HIV, international outbreak of the monkeypox, which oh, no. is spread mainly between men who have sex with other men, etc. And they talk about we need better treatments, we need more awareness, we need more condom awareness. How about have less sex with strangers? How about less... Sex outside of a loving, monogamous relationship. Does anybody ever say that? No, you're right. That does not come up, which uh, would, would solve a lot of problems. Enjoy your syphilis. Armstrong. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Two radio hosts in New Jersey are facing criticism after voicing support for teachers who have been accused of having sex with students. For what it's worth, the radio hosts have issued an apology and a genuinely remorseful sound effect. Well, that's mocking morning radio is what that is. Wow, that's a fancy TV guy, like looking down at radio guys. Hey, somebody, Hanson, uh, Alex, somebody dig into that story. I want to know exactly what these radio hosts said that got them in a situation where they need to apologize and whether or not we've said exactly the same thing, mm-hmm. making jokes about the subject. So well, the times change, Jack, don't they? That's a good one right there. <laughs> times change, Jack, don't they? Um, uh, times do change. This is, uh, this is a, a major change in attitudes in the United States. We can discuss. On the question of are we the world's greatest country, a new poll out. This sort of thing is always exciting to see how hmm. opinion is moving. 
New York Times Siena College National Poll. Uh, whether or not you agree with the statement that America is the greatest country in the world. A majority of Democrats say they believe America is not the best country in the world is the headline out of this, but we'll get into some of the details. I wish they would have asked the question, if not us, who? Because that's a pretty interesting question. Right. Yeah. Who, who are you holding out there as the greatest country in the world? Um. of Democrats endorsed the statement that America is a great country, but not the greatest. Another 7% said the U.S. is not a great country, with the remainder having no opinion. I'm pleased to hear that it was only 7% who went for that answer. Yeah, by comparison, 70% of Republicans said USA was the greatest country. That would be my, that's the box I would check. Another 24%, it's great, but not the greatest. Only 5% of GOP said America is not a great country, with the remaining 2% having no opinion. Um, it's about half and half for independence of greatest versus great, but not the greatest. Okay. All right. Independence. We can work together. Who's the greatest then though? Who's a greater? That's a, to me, a silly question. Clearly, obviously, without a doubt, United States is the greatest country. What measure are you using that we're not the greatest country? You know, I, I agree. I'm just feeling magnanimous today, and I don't know why. There's something wrong with me. But, um, yeah, I think if you sat people down and said, okay, you know, I, I understand there are problems with this country, and, and you're not ready to say we're the greatest automatically, so who do you think is? You'd get a lot of, well, I, you know, I just think we need to, um, well, yeah, I guess we are the greatest. We just have a lot of work to do, and I absolutely agree with that. Well, sure, but if you're making some sort of comparison with a fanciful, has-never-existed nation, that's stupid. <laughs> right, don't compare me to the Lord Almighty, compare me to my uh, opponent. Paraphrasing Joe Biden, as Joe, as Joe often does. Uh, yeah, I just, I, again, I'm feeling magnanimous and understanding, and I'm, I'm reaching across I'm not. The I am not feeling magnanimous. You are, are all wrong, and you're just uh, whiny. And uh, move to, here, I'll buy you a plane ticket. Leave the country. Kick them. Kick them. Veteran pollsters said there used to be bipartisan consensus that America was a unique, special, exceptional nation and was the greatest nation on earth. Used to be uh, overwhelming majorities of everybody agreed with that. And that has disappeared for one party. Uh, Republicans do believe in American exceptionalism. The Democrats do not accept American exceptionalism. Wow, that is... That is powerful. That is, it's not surprising to me, but it is shocking, if you know what I mean. That after all of these years, all of this effort, all of this history, all of this improvement, my gosh, the progress this country has made in so many important ways. There is a political party that is, if not America haters, something like it. Well, and again, if we're not the greatest, then who is? Exactly. Who are you going to hold up? Well, there's something very adolescent tantrumy right, about exactly. the whole thing. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly right. I That's... hate this family. <laughs> right. I hate this country. Okay. You're the All meanest right. dad in the world. We work like crazy on it every single day and have for a couple of centuries. Uh, feel free to pitch in. Where do you like better? I just hate this country. You child. Um, and maybe this is more important. As for governing, more Dems had a favorable view of socialism, 53%, than capitalism, 
50, uh, 44%. So socialism. Holy cow. B-dot capitalism, 53 to 44. It's funny, we had a, a discussion about capitalism and socialism in my house just last night. How did that come up? Why was that? Why, how did that come up? Oh, I know what it was. So my son, my oldest son, offered to sell his brother his bicycle. Wow. Uh, and I said, you know, I paid for that bicycle, so I'm not really cool with you selling the bicycle to someone else for profit. And he said, capitalism. I'm just <laughs> trying to make a profit. No, that's more like socialism. <laughs> Big but, daddy government gave you that bike. But we got into that. We got into that uh, conversation. By comparison, uh, two thirds of Republicans had a favorable view of capitalism, while eighty six percent of them opposed socialism. Still you not know, as high as it ought to be, really. It's not even nearly as high, and the Democrat number is just absolutely shocking. I think it's a you gesture. Know, I think it's similar to the "we're not the greatest country," and capitalism isn't the greatest. You think? I think. I hope. You know, I, let me, uh, uh, again, I'm feeling magnanimous. I think I may have come down with something. <laughs> um, I would say to my, uh, the percentage of Democrats that, that are down with the free market and, and love this country, uh, think it's the greatest on earth, which was, uh, I, it was 43% prefer capitalism. Is that right? And what percent said we're the greatest country again? So uh, 53 to 44 on socialism and capitalism, 53 to 44, and then back on the uh, 55% of Democrats said, we're a great country, but not the greatest. Yeah. So that roughly 40% or so of Democrats who have enough sanity to understand that this is an incredible country. This has been the beacon of liberty for the world, imperfect, but constantly working at it. We absolutely can work together. I'd, you might want to consider, I don't know, like co- coming over to the Republican Party and trying to moderate it or something, because your woke brethren have way, way, way less in common with you than a guy like me. I mean, we can disagree about policy, and we can split the loaf. I mean, we can, okay, you want a little more of that. I'd prefer a little less of that, but as long as we can reform this, let's work together. We can do this. The crazy-ass woke crowd with their little boys need to be informed every single day at school that they could be a little girl if they get their genitals mutilated or take hormones or whatever, that crowd's got nothing in common with you, friends. You have got to align with us the sane. Yeah, we're conservative, but we're sane. You've got to align with us against the lunatics. And then one particular issue that they ask in this New York Times Siena poll on the hot button issue of teaching about sex education and LGBT issues to uh, school kids. It's more popular than I would like it to be for middle school. At uh, But how popular it is will shock you. This well, I don't. Well, this might not shock you, but you'll be happy to hear it. So stay tuned. Oh, really? Yeah. That well, that actually, oddly enough, will shock me. Uh, but first, a quick word from our friends at HelloFresh. Love HelloFresh. They take care of the shopping and prepping for you. Wholesome, delicious meals saves you time and stress on those hectic weeknights, especially now that school is going. Although Judy and I are empty nesters, we love HelloFresh. They've got some do-it-yourself sweets the whole family can get in on making, like peanut butter cup brownies with chocolate coconut ganache frosting. That sounds very fancy. 
Gimme. Anyway, HelloFresh is not only cheaper than the grocery store, it's also 25% cheaper than getting takeout and lets you choose from over 30 weekly recipes, 70 seasonal and convenience items every single week. Yeah, they suggest three in our case. We get three a week. Uh, But then you have like 30 to choose from if you think, you know, I don't want that. Let's try something else. So many delicious choices. I'm telling you, I'm getting hungry talking about it. Get 16 free meals across seven boxes with the code Armstrong16 at HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong16. You heard me. 16 free meals across seven boxes. HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong16. One more time. HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong16. My stomach muscles are sore today. I'm trying to think, what did I do that made my stomach muscles sore? You ever have that where something is sore and you're thinking, what did I do in the last several days that led to this? I don't remember. You're not blasting your abs? Uh, no. you got to blast no. your abs. I am not doing P90X or whatever. <laughs> I'm not even doing P30X. <laughs> Um, uh, one other issue here that I was happy to hear about on the hot button issue of teaching about sex education and LGBT issues, 70% oppose teaching those things in elementary school, 70%. You wouldn't get that from the mainstream media, which acted like it was a horror. But don't say gay bill. It denies that there are gay people and wants them in prisons or something. That's what I heard. When Ron DeSantis was in favor of not teaching about gay or not gay to little kids, 70% of America agrees with that. Well, and transgender and gender fluid or whatever, 70%. And I would wager there's a decent chunk that is on the fence or doesn't know or what have you. And the percentage, and maybe you have that in front of you, but the percentage of people who thinks that's just a fine idea is so small. And you would never get that idea. That's what we're constantly trying to tell you. These people are out of their minds. They're kooks, and they are nowhere near the majority of Americans. Yeah, I'll bet that 80% of that 70% is really closer to like 85 with that chunk of people that has been cowed by the media and their friends into thinking that this is what they should, you know, be in favor of. Right. Absolutely. So, whatevs. So, the mouse was charming till he put the knife to your ribs. What? Disney has lost its charm to a lot of park goers. I love it when you use that voice. <laughs> Disney has lost its charm. <laughs> quiet. What a ticket to Disney World's Magic Kingdom costs compared to what it cost when it opened. Okay. Adjusted for inflation. There, the there you go. And... Uh, drinks and food and everything involved, what it's going to cost you, among many other stories we can touch on briefly, it's going to be a fast-moving segment. Get out your checkbook! All right, so we got all that on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Coming up, do not cook your chicken in NyQuil, the FDA warns, and... Mind your own business. Did, I had some nice Robitussin beef just last night. Did the CEO of Beyond Meat actually bite a guy's nose off? Oh, too much irony. <laughs> and what is normal forgetting and what isn't? That one I know you're going to stay tuned for. Normal forgetting. Yeah. What okay. what is normal? I was like forgetting what? Forgetting, you know, paid or for Oh, oh, forgetting. Yes. Failing to remember. Right. And what is normal and what is uh-oh, my brain's going south on me. Can we get to that sooner rather than later? Get to what? <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> um <clears throat> A substantial percentage of Disney World fans say the Orlando, Florida-based theme park has lost its magic due to soaring ticket prices. Now, of course, the A&G show has many, many people listening on the West Coast who are like, who cares? It's all about Disneyland. Um, I went to Disney World as a youngster. I'd like to again with the Epcot Center and the, you know, everything else. I've not been to either. Mm. Uh, A ticket to Disney World's Magic Kingdom in 1971, which was just a couple years before I went, probably with my family, cost $3.50. When adjusting for inflation, that would mean the ticket would cost roughly $25.60 today. But that's far less than what the tickets actually cost. Instead of roughly $26, they range from $109 to $159. Wow! But but what did did you get to do way back then? What did you... They had a teeter-totter and... uh... 
You stuck your face through a Mickey Mouse and got your picture taken and went home, right? Shook hands with Mickey, got on a teacup ride, went home. That's right. Uh, no, it wasn't nearly as lavish and gigantic an experiment. And we actually had one of our fabulous listeners point out that a better comparison than adjusted for impl- inflation, it's much more cumbersome and harder to find, but he's right, is how many hours of week, work you need to do to be able to afford that on average in the modern world. I mean, because, for instance, if you adjust a uh, a TV price for inflation, that TV today would cost $40,000, except that it wouldn't because it's become so much more available, easily produced, that sort of thing, uh, you know, supply yeah. chains, blah, blah, blah. That makes sense, but I'm not going to do that because it does sound very cumbersome. It is. It is indeed. But a survey of nearly 2,000 self-proclaimed Disney World enthusiasts found that 68% lamented that the price increase made them feel like the theme park has lost its magic. A massive 92.5% said they think high prices at Disney World have made a vacation uh, for the average family out of reach. Almost 93% of Disney fans say, yeah, it's really not anything the average family can do anymore. Uh, Let's see. And the other number that I found kind of interesting... Oh, oh! It was just a, a dad who they inter- interviewed talking about. Uh, by the time he gets through hotel prices and food and drink, and his kids qualifying, or, or one of his kids actually gets free admission. I don't know if they're handicapped or what, but he said, "Yeah, we could easily spend four or five thousand dollars going to Disney for several." Minutes. No freaking way! I'm doing that. No, no. freaking way. They And it's funny, they don't make that clear how long they were planning on staying because that makes all the difference in the world. Because some people will stay for days and days and days. Um, but uh, Disney hiked print, uh, prices at Disneyland and Disney California Adventure in Anaheim, California. Popular single-day ticket price jumped uh, to $164 for admission at one park, while a two-day park hopper costs $319, up almost 10%. Yeah, I ain't doing that. I don't know if mouse food has been uh, caught up in inflation or what, but yeah, that's that's expensive, man. That's That's yeah. a luxury. I yeah I don't know if I have confirmation bias from my own childhood, but I don't look back on my childhood. I did never went to Disneyland, and I don't look back on my childhood and feel like I missed out on some wonderful experience. I'm sure it's fun, but I don't feel like I mean we did other things on vacation that were fantastic, and 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 the memories are all about like the car ride and the hotel and something funny that happened at the restaurant and not not whatever we did anyway. That's so funny. I have a memory of the haunted castle. Because I was afraid the ride was going to go too fast, and it didn't. Um, and I, I remember the teacups, and I remember the train ride home. Because we took the train home, because my dad had to go somewhere else on business, uh, from Florida to Chicagoland. So, yeah, the whole the pageantry of the park and Goofy saying, Welcome to the park, kids! <laughs> I have no memory of that whatsoever. Well, and it, but even if you remembered it, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. What, what, what is an important impact to have on a kid? I don't, I don't know, actually know the answer to these things. I know what I'm doing. Speaking of giant corporations that are omnipresent in American life, workers at McDonald's corporate officer, offices are hesitant to return to the company's Chicago headquarters because everybody is so concerned about the soaring crime. According to the CEO of McDonald's, 
Chris Kepzinski told other business leaders at the Economic Club of Chicago Wednesday, the truth is it's more difficult for me to convince a promising McDonald's executive to relocate to Chicago from our other offices than it was just a few years ago. It's more difficult for me to recruit a new employee to McDonald's to join us in Chicago than it was in the past. Everywhere I go, I'm confronted by the same question. What's going on in Chicago? There's a general sense that our city is in crisis. Wow. Probably because it is. Yeah, that would be the reason. Yeah, and the people who are remotely working, who this uh, chap is saying, hey, y'all, let's come back to the office at least a few days a week, are saying, no, I don't want to get killed. I'm going to stay home. A couple of radio hosts in hot water, in theory, for comments about teachers having sex with students. Kind of an interesting topic that has, we've discussed many times over the years. I do want to get to what is a normal thing to forget and what is not a normal thing to forget in terms of has my brain given up on me. Yeah, I almost forgot we were going to do that. Uh, also, the ongoing battle between creepy Gavin Newsom and the dynamic Ron DeSantis, California and Florida governors vying for the crown of the uh, president of the United States, whether they admit it or not. Some it's, good stuff on that. It's 2022, you realize. Holy crap, you're right. <laughs> uh, if you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast. It's uh, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Just look for it. Strong and Getty. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 